0: The Holy Gospel, according to Matthew, the ninth chapter. Glory to you, o Lord. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and curing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them, because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Then Jesus summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to cure every disease and every sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, also known as Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the, the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse the lepers. Pass out demons you received without payment. Give without payment. Take no gold or si- silver or copper in your belts. No bag for your journey or two tunics or sandals or a staff. For laborers deserve their food. Whatever town or village you enter, find out who in it is worthy and stay there until you leave. As you enter the house, greet it. If the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet as you leave that house or town. Truly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. See, I am sending you out like sheep into the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of them, for they will hand you over to councils and flog you in their synagogues. And you will be dragged before governors and kings because of me as a testimony to them and the Gentiles. When they hand you over, Do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say. For what you are to say will be given to you at that time. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death. And a father, his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all because of my name. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. for I truly I tell you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. The gospel of our Lord.. To you, o you may be seated. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer, amen. So I have a job offer for you. It means going on the road and traveling away from home. Show up tomorrow empty handed Don't bring a wallet or have money in your pockets. Don't carry a backpack or an extra jacket. You're going to talk to people, and more likely than not, when you do, they'll turn and walk away. Even your relatives will reject you. The people you meet will slam the door in your face and spread rumors about you. They may beat you. They may even arrest you as a troublemaker and execute you. Now that the expectations are clear, (laughs) raise your hand if you'll take the (laughs) time. If I had been with the apostles listening to Jesus, I think I would have gotten very busy very quickly certain there was someplace else I needed to be immediately. Jesus' words are pretty bleak and disheartening. They make this business of following Jesus and going out into the world as disciples sound pretty risky, dangerous, and maybe even pointless. So why do it? In a word, faith. In his gospel, Matthew says, when he saw the crowds, Jesus had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless. Sending his disciples into the world with the good news is how Jesus responds to the people who are hurting and vulnerable. The crowds have heard Jesus teach. They have watched him heal. They are hungry for food, like we'll hear later in chapter 14 at the feeding of the 5,000. But right now, they are hungry for something besides bread and fish. They are hungry for relationship, for comfort for salvation or redemption. The disciples are sent to be Jesus among the hurting and the vulnerable. Jesus gives them the very same authority and equips them with all they need. The knowledge that God accompanies them every step of the way. Prepared in this way for the journey, the disciples go out into the world to be Jesus to the people they meet. As he describes what their ministry will look like, Jesus cautions them not to be in it for the money or for the accolades. He is forthcoming that following in his footsteps and bringing the gospel their neighbors will not be easy he cautions them even as he encourages them to endure and to go out because he knows what is at stake there is urgency in his words not the urgency of end times or impending disaster but the urgency of an expanding chasm between the troubled world where we live and the promise of God's kingdom. The promise that every person is beloved and valued and know the abundant love of God. It is the urgency of wanting more to experience the peace of Christ through God's presence, healing, and acceptance. So the disciples go. We know they weren't perfect. The original group of 12 apostles includes Judas, who betrays Jesus to the empire, and it includes Peter, who will deny Jesus three times at his arrest, And there's Simon, who's called a zealot, which means he would have rather stoked rebellion over peace before he met Jesus. And we've already heard about Matthew, the tax collector. But they go, they go where they are sent by God to be with the harassed and the helpless, wherever they find them. There is so much good news in today's gospel. First, I want to say a word about the harvest. I've never been a farmer, and my thumb is about as brown as one gets. I have killed cacti and even air plants. (laughs) So it is really good news that the harvest that God plants is all. God's. Whether it flourishes or whether it becomes fertilizer for something in the future, it is not mine or yours. We haven't been called to control the rain or the temperature, the soil quality, or even which seeds get sown. We are called to the harvest to share God's abundance. For the harassed and the helpless out there amid the weeds and the stinging or biting things, Jesus sees you where you are and reaches out to you through the hands of those he trusts and sends to walk alongside you. And for the ones who are sent and will face challenges and even opposition, as tempting as it is to bring your all-weather gear and raise your defenses to protect what's been entrusted to you, remember Jesus' instructions. Show up unencumbered, confident God is with you. Jesus knows the burden of standing with people who the powerful would prefer to forget or ignore. Jesus knows that where the work of God meets the trajectory of the world, resistance is greatest. Jesus knows what he's asking, and he knows its cost, because he bore the cost for every one of us in his death on the cross. So great was his love for us that he endured the agony of crucifixion to show the power of love over evil. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, Thank you for showing your love for us and by Christ's death and resurrection, freeing us from death's grip and giving us access to grace and peace. Make us confident that your spirit accompanies us as we go out to proclaim the good news of the nearness of God. And call all who will hear to wholeness, to life, and to holiness. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.